Well, good afternoon. Happy Fourth of July Eve. Good to have you with us. We got a lot of a lot of stuff to do today. We're talking tacos. We're talking rock and roll songs. Yes, all of that on tap. And we, there was a big court decision uh, by the Michigan Court of Appeals, and, and we talked a little bit about it on on Friday out at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Um, but we're going to dive into it a little deeper because there are could be some further ramifications on some of the moves that the government, particularly here in Michigan, had installed during COVID. And whether or not they had that ability, we know in a lot of cases that Governor Gretchen Whitmer and her administration overreached. They usurped the legislature in a lot of aspects uh, through their COVID-19 efforts. But now there's another one. And it particularly maintains, uh, uh, it ties in to the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. We'll get to that at 2.18. But there's a lot going on I want to get you caught up on, particularly some big news today as it relates to the documents, the trove of documents surrounding the JFK assassination. The National Archives and Records Administration has finished its review of those classified documents pertaining to that 1963 assassination and has made 99% of the material publicly available. Now, President Joe Biden released a memo on Friday saying that the archivist finished the review in May and that the remaining documents authorized to be declassified and have been released. The Warren Commission's report on Kennedy's assassination was initially supposed to be sealed until 2039. But then Congress passed the JFK Records Act in 92, directing NARA to create a collection of documents on on the former president's assassinations. Now, if you remember, Kennedy assassinated on November 22nd, 1963, and there were so many different theories. The lone gunman, the ice bullet, all those things that surrounded the attack. Uh, Then, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was shot and killed two days after... He murdered JFK as he was being transported from the police station to an armored car. And again, spurring theories abound. But certainly as it ties into Lee Harvey Oswald's connection with the Russians, his connection to Cuba, uh, and and so many others. And and I guess, you know, Brian, it's funny. I look at it and go, okay, well, 99% of this case has been made available now. What... (laughs) What is that other one percent? What what is in there? And and I, I guess when you when you are dealing with a case of this magnitude, um, there's always going to be something else that that we just won't know. And now I feel like whatever that is is in this one percent, less than one percent of documents that that might provide the utmost clarity in the situation. But I don't know. Uh, in the meantime, Stellantis, good news. U.S. sales rose 6% in the second quarter year over year. It's the first quarter that Stellantis has increased sales in the country in two years. In a statement, Jeff Comer, the head of U.S. sales for Stellantis, says they're also seeing extremely positive results from the quality side with Dodge, Ram, Alfa Romeo owning the top three spots in the J.D. Power 2023 U.S. initial quality standal. So, So good news there for Stellantis. Meanwhile, Lansing police issuing an Amber Alert this morning, early this morning, for a two-year-old, Winter Smith, and police say she is in danger. Authorities say that they were initially called out for a report of a potential stabbing, and when they got there, located a female victim and a child who told them that they escaped 
the 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 older victim uh, is being treated at a local hospital with non life non life threatening injuries uh, in the Lansing area, uh, and they believe Rashad Trice is the one who took this little girl, twenty eight years old. She is the, uh, or excuse me, he is the ex boyfriend of Little Winter's mother, not the biological father. Uh, so police are asking any information on Winter's whereabouts. Uh, to be called uh, to be called into police or crime stoppers. Uh, in the meantime, one of the bigger stories that I think has broken recently, particularly as it pertains to Michigan media, Wood TV in Grand Rapids fired four employees following a firestorm over a leaked memo from station directors and producers that told them that they needed to stop covering LGBTQ plus topics during Pride Month because it was upsetting its conservative audience. WJR senior news analyst Marie Osborne says. Two of the employees were fired because the the development in that memo and the two producers were fired because they leaked it to the media. Good afternoon, Marie. And hello, Chris. Yes, this is a multi-layer story, so let's try to unfold it for you. The two people who created the memo and then distributed it are the news director, Stanton Tang, and the assistant news director, Amy Fox. The two producers are Madeline Odell and Luke Steer. They publicly criticized the memo on Twitter, saying it didn't represent their beliefs, and many others in the newsroom felt the same way. They were fired, according to reports, because they violated a corporate confidentiality policy. So these people were fired for different things. According to reports, earlier this month, Tang, the assistant news director, uh, told Fox to write a memo urging reporters and producers to ease up on their coverage of LGBT. BTQ-related events in Michigan, saying reporters needed to recognize that these issues were, quote, polarizing in our community. In part, the memo said, if we are covering Pride events, we need to consider how to make the story balanced and get both sides of the issue. This is according to what Fox wrote in the memo. It went on to say we should not cover every Pride event that we learn about. We need to do some more work to discern the newsworthiness of the event. If we're covering Pride events, we need to consider how to make the story balanced and get both sides of the issue. Now, next, our senior vice president of content development, Susan Tully, said the memo uh, ordered by Tang and written by Fox crossed the line, but she said the producers who leaked it also acted inappropriately. Nextstar, by the way, owns Wood TV. Uh, Wood TV is committed to diversity, equality, and inclusion in covering and reporting news of the day in an expansive, inclusive fashion, according to the Wood TV general manager, Julie Brinks, adding that the station's parent company, Nextstar, would take appropriate action as necessary to address the situation. So that basically is the story in a nutshell, uh, uh, Chris. We also should add that there are several reports that complained of Tang's management style before all this. He's the news director, many saying he was hostile toward his subordinates. He would text articles from conservative sources and then they asked the reporters to go find a similar angle to their stories. So there were a lot of issues within this newsroom to begin with. So I guess what's interesting, and Marie, you, your perspective as a as a seasoned journalist, I, I think adds a lot to this because, you know, when you're going out to a story, whatever that story may be, 
um, very rarely is there just one side. Very rarely do you go to an event and there is there is one particular angle. Usually there's there's many. Um, in the event of of pride events, and, and I happen to to agree uh, with the 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 leadership, uh, the, I guess now former leadership, whether it's Tang or Fox at at Wood, that you don't need to cover every event, right? Like you don't need to cover every uh, house fire or every uh, police incident, or you know, you don't have to do that. But I think there does need to be a certain discretion on what should be covered. And if you go cover an event, and and, and you can speak to this, um, when you do cover an event, generally there are multiple angles. And I think that if there is an opportunity, whether it's a pride event and there are counter-protesters there at an event celebrating uh, LGBTQ pride, then then that should be a part of the story. But if that's not there and you're only there to cover one event, then maybe that stands as it is too. I, I, I'm just... As on the face, I'm not entirely sure that people should have necessarily lost their jobs here. Maybe a badly worded memo, but I'm not sure people should have been fired. Well, you know, they absolutely, uh, you have to, as a reporter, when you go to a story, cover all the angles. You need to take yourself out of it and just cover what is there. That's what your job entails. In this particular case, I think that what people took um exception to was the quote other side of this story that they said uh get both sides of the issue and many in the gay community would argue well there really isn't another side to the uh to a gay pride parade i mean it's it's just a parade like a 4th of july parade is a parade you don't get the other side of a 4th 4th of july parade so this memo absolutely was written very poorly, unless this is what they intended to say, but they, it was written very poorly. And if you're concerned about carrying, uh, covering too many like stories, too many of the same type of stories, then it's your job as the news director and the assistant news director to make sure that assignments within the community are being covered that 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 are they're covering things that are really happening yeah. in your community that's not you know a reporter and a producer might come up with an idea but if the news director sees you know what we're covering way too many um uh i don't know traffic stops let's say we're just sure. covering way too many stories like that we then it's your job to make sure that that happens so there there's a lot of uh layers like i said to this and a lot of issues here that it, too bad it actually came to this uh, because it. I think it could have been solved at a much uh, lower level than to go this far. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Marie Osborne, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Love to get your thoughts. 800-859-0957. 800-859-0WJR. Got to take a break. More next here on JR Afternoon.